Welcome to the Dhamma Podcast. The video that follows is entitled, A Simple Path, Interview Excerpts on Vipassana Meditation by S. N. Goenka. This podcast will be updated monthly with additional archives from S. N. Goenka's talks and question and answer sessions, as well as other speakers discussing various aspects of Vipassana meditation. This podcast is sponsored by Pariyati, a nonprofit publisher that offers written, audio, and video content, and whose mission is to enrich the world by disseminating the words of the Buddha, providing sustenance for the seeker's journey, and illuminating the meditator's path. For more information regarding Pariyati, please go to www.pariyati.org. That is www.pariyati.org. For more information on Vipassana meditation as taught by S. Nguyenka, please see www.dhamma.org. That is www.dhamma.org. Vipassana is a science of mind and matter, how the mind is influencing the body and in return how body is influencing the mind. And it all happens at the depth, at the depth of the mind, the conscious mind does not know what is happening deep inside. And one keeps on developing a habit, habit pattern, of reacting with craving whenever there is a pleasant sensation, reacting with aversion whenever there is unpleasant sensation, and constantly there are sensations throughout the body, pleasant, unpleasant, pleasant, unpleasant. The conscious mind may not take, but the deep unconscious is constantly reacting. It has become the slave of its own habit pattern of craving, aversion, craving, aversion. All other impurities of the mind, all other defilements of the mind are just product of these two, craving, aversion, craving, aversion. And whenever one generates craving or aversion, one loses the peace of the mind, the harmony of the mind, the balance of the mind. One becomes a miserable person without knowing that I am harming myself. One keeps on harming oneself. There are other techniques, we are not here to condemn them. Those techniques work at the surface level of the mind to calm the mind, perfectly all right, to purify the mind, perfectly all right, but just on the surface level or maybe slightly deeper. But this works, it starts working at the root level. The root level of the mind is constantly in contact with body sensations. Mind and matter are so interconnected constantly, and there the habit pattern of craving aversion, craving aversion is going on. So you have to break that habit pattern for which you have to go to the depth of the mind. You have to make a part of the mind very sharp. So you join a tentative course, and three days continuously you have to work observing the breath as it comes in, as it goes out. Natural breath. No breathing exercise, not try to control the breath. Natural breath as it comes in, as it goes out, keeping your attention on a small area below the nostrils, above the upper lip. And because you are with the truth, there is no imagination, there is no verbalization, there is no visualization, there is no self-suggestion, auto-suggestion, just the truth that you are experiencing, the breath coming in, going out, coming in, going out, and a small area. 
continuously are working for three days, this makes the mind very sharp, very sensitive. And at the end of three days one finds that you start feeling subtler realities. Besides the breath, there are so many other realities. You feel sensations in this area, different kinds of sensations, which normally you don't feel. Your mind, conscious mind, feels only very solidified, intensified, intense, gross, unpleasant sensation like pain, pressure, that's easy, people feel it. But there are so many other sensations throughout the body, all the time. Some of them are so subtle, just oscillation, very subtle oscillation. So mind must be trained to feel all kinds of sensations. And then, from the fourth day onwards, you feel those sensations throughout the body. So you are developing your faculty to enable you to feel all types of sensations in the body. And another part of Vipassana is, when you are aware of sensations, you change the habit pattern, don't react. Whether pleasant sensation, unpleasant sensation, just observe objectively. Whatever is happening, keep on understanding, this is not eternal. Whatever sensation arises, it does not stay forever. Very unpleasant sensation has arisen. Gross sensation, it arises, seems to stay for some time, but ultimately passes away. Sooner or later passes away. And when it turns into very subtle sensations, then it is mere vibration, rising, passing, arising, passing, with great rapidity. So the same characteristic makes no difference. When you understand that whatever is happening within the framework of the body is constantly changing, that means the entire physical structure, the entire mental structure constantly changing, something which is constantly changing, what is the sense to react with craving towards it or re react with aversion towards it? You understand? With the wisdom of your experience. This is not just an intellectual understanding. Now you are experiencing it. So the habit pattern starts changing from the root level. To change the habit pattern at the surface level of the mind, very easy. There are many techniques. We will work on that. It gives result. But then if the impurity is at the depth of the mind, accumulated, accumulated, time and again, there is a volcanic eruption. It comes on the surface and you are again agitated. The whole equanimity on the surface of the mind is gone. So that is why Buddha taught us to go to the depth of the mind and work with the depth of the mind. So the habit pattern is changed at the root level. If the root is decayed, then the whole tree will be decayed. If the root is healthy, then the whole tree will be healthy. So work at the root level. And he gave this wonderful technique. At the root level, mind is constantly in contact with body and body sensations. If you are aware of that and you are not reacting, your mind is becoming healthier and healthier, more and more wholesome. You live a better life. When the mind is pure, free from negativities, free from craving, then it generates love, compassion, goodwill. Instead of negative emotion, you start generating positive emotion, which is good for you, good for others. When you generate negative emotion, you are the first victim of your negativity. You become so miserable and you make others miserable. Instead of that, if you start generating positive, positive emotion, you feel so much of peace and harmony. And you generate peace and harmony for others also. So you make others also happy. You are happy, others are happy. 
So this is a way of life, a good way of life, healthy way of life. Instead of making oneself miserable and making others miserable, now you start making yourself happy and make others happy. This is acceptable by everyone because it is not connected with any religion. There is no dogma, no, no blind belief, no cult, science of mind and matter. And you accept only when you experience something. Don't accept because your teacher says so or because the Buddha said so, nothing doing. You experience, you find it is good for you, then only accept it. And not only accept, then you live that life, live a happy life. Blind faith is not involved and it is so non-sectarian. Anybody can practice. You observe your breath. Now what label you give to the breath? It is not Hindu breath or Buddhist breath or Christian breath or anything. And then later on you start observing the sensations along with the, the contents of the mind. Say anger arises and there is unpleasant sensation. You can't give label to the anger, Hindu anger or Buddhist anger. Anger is anger. And the sensation that you get is so unpleasant. It is the same with everybody. And when that impurity goes away and you feel so much of peace, harmony, again what level? Peace and harmony is the same for everybody. So non-sectarian and so scientific, no blind faith is involved. It's a pure mental exercise. As you do physical exercise to make the body healthy, to keep the body strong, this is a mental exercise to keep the mind healthy and to keep the mind strong. Good for everyone. That is why people of every religion Every tradition are participating in 10 day Vipassana courses. Today there is no religion in the world whose followers are not coming to 10 day Vipassana courses. When they come, they find it is our religion. Because every religion has the same teaching as the essence. The same teaching is there, live a moral life. Have a disciplined mind. Have a pure mind full of love, compassion, goodwill, tolerance. This is the teaching of every religion. But how to practice it, there must be some way, some method, some technique, and here comes a technique which helps you. One becomes a good human being. One is a Christian, one remains Christian for the whole life. A Muslim, a Muslim for the whole life. A Hindu, a Hindu for the whole life. A Buddhist, a Buddhist. Be a good human being. Unless you are a good human being, how can you be a good Christian or good Muslim or good Buddhist? So the main, main purpose of this technique is to make people good human beings. Peace within. When there is peace within, there will be peace outside. Then only there will be real peace in the world. If the individual is all the time agitated, agitated, all the time full of negativity, where is peace? <clears throat> After all, the society is made of individuals. And individuals are so very much unhappy and miserable. And we talk of world peace, world peace, what world peace? There can't be world peace. Individuals, of course, it may take time, but once it starts, people will start understanding that there is a way by which, practicing which, we can live a better life. And people start coming. This is what is happening. Last 30, 32 years it has come out of Myanmar. It was maintained in Myanmar for thousands of years, originally from India. Buddha discovered it. And then it was lost in India after 500 years. Different countries it went, there also got lost. One country, Myanmar maintained it. But there are also very few people, only from teacher to pupil, teacher to pupil. The rest of them, they never knew even what's happening.
Now it has come out from Yama. And we find how the world is accepting it. Everywhere. Everywhere people like it because it is result oriented. Not that you will get something after death. After death also you will get. But what you get now is more important. Here and now. And you get the benefit here and now. People start living more peaceful life. Their capacity to work increases. They are more responsible towards their duties. And the human values, enhancement of human values, that is required everywhere in the world, with every community. And this technique gives that result. It is always relevant. It was relevant 26 centuries back. They were people who were living very miserable life, harming others. Today, the situation is worse. What terror is going on all around? And in the name of religion, terror is being practiced. These terrorists, ignorant, because they don't know what they are doing. I see every religion, including the religion of the so-called terrorists, and terrorists is not limited to one community. Every religion has some terrorists. Those who are fundamentalist and extremist, and they say that my religion is the best religion, all other religions are useless, so everybody must accept my religion, get converted to my religion, then only you'll go to heaven, otherwise you'll go to hell. This kind of thought is harmful. Let people be happy with their own religion, with their own rites, rituals, ceremonies, belief. But the inner essence of every religion is the same. Live a moral life, have a disciplined mind, a pure mind, full of love, compassion, goodwill, tolerance. If that is given more and more importance, then the other things at the surface of the mind, surface of the religion, which differs from one religion to another religion. Let people be happy with their own, own beliefs and dogmas and rites and rituals. But don't forget the inner essence. So this Vipassana helps you to give importance to the inner essence. Live a moral life. Have a controlled mind. Have a pure mind, full of love, compassion, goodwill, acceptable by every religion. So now there is a division between one religion and the other. Actually, if the religion divides, it is no religion. When it unites, then only it is a religion. And the inner essence of the religion is always uniting. The outer shell keeps on dividing. So don't give much importance to the outer shell where we differ. Give importance to the inner essence where we agree. All agree. And that is why I feel we personalize the answer to today's problem. There are so many difficulties, not only in the name of religion, but in the name of, uh, say, in business also. One becomes so much greedy, over-greed, out of over-greed, one starts harming others. One is a millionaire, must, I must become multi-millionaire, multi-millionaire, billionaire, multi-billionaire. By hook or crook, money must come to me without understanding how I am harming others, the consumers, the shareholders. With this technique, when purity comes in the mind, one will never do that. One will earn money, honestly, nothing wrong, without harming the consumers, without becoming dishonest to the shareholders. Then it is good. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong in earning money honestly and make use of it for the good of others also. Make use of it for your maintenance, 
for the maintenance of your family, maintenance of all those who depend on you, and then also for the good of the society, out of the money comes from the society. So a part of it should go to the society with all the compassion, all the love. Otherwise you give donation, a rich man, I give donation, a hospital, I make a school, I make a college. It must be known as Goenka school, Goenka hospital, Goenka college. This madness should go. It is not to build your ego, it is compassion, love for others. The volition must be more and more people get benefit from what I earn. My earning is not only for me, it is also for others. Then the whole system gets purified. It is so helpful. And time will come, because there is so much misery in every field of the society. Politicians, they don't care what they are doing. For them, their position, their power, their chair is more important. To get that, they will do anything. And to keep that, they will do anything. But with this, they won't take any wrong action. They will always look that I am here in this position to serve my people, to serve my people. So the attachment to power will become less. Serving people will be more important. So in every field, we personally will be so helpful. And it is helpful, getting helpful. From the student age, we give courses to children in schools, courses to the students in the colleges, and wonderful results are coming. There is a memory becomes strong, very sharp. Their ability to understand the subject becomes clearer. And character building, of course, from the childhood, they have got good character building. Similarly, courses are given in the prisons. Hard criminals, these terrorists, when they are in the prison, they take courses, one course, two course, three course, a big change. A change starts coming. The officers in the jail, they won't, they can't agree what, what happened, how it happened. There's no magic, no miracle. It's an exercise. By this exercise, they change themselves. So it is relevant everywhere, everywhere. It must spread. There is no complication of this philosophy, that philosophy, believe in this or not believe in this. That creates complication. But simple, you do physical exercise, say you do yoga. It is so simple, but it helps you to keep your body healthy. Similarly, it is so simple, you observe your breath. Then you start observing your sensations. You observe what is happening in your mind and how the mind and body are interrelated and see how, how you are reacting. Out of ignorance, you are reacting and harming yourself. Harming yourself. When you realize that, you stop reacting. You don't harm yourself. Nobody wants to harm oneself. It is simple. Only when people have not taken a course, then they keep on thinking, oh, this is not my religion, this is another religion taught by Buddha, so it must be Buddhism. I also had the same fear in my mind because I was born and brought up in a very staunch, conservative Hindu family. And this is Buddhism. Oh, not for me, not for me. Ultimately, I decided when I heard all this, I said, all right, let me take it and take course. I said, trial, let me see. After giving the trial, I found it the same in our religion also. It's the same with every religion, but no practice is there, mere theory. And that theory also gets complicated with this philosophical belief, that philosophical belief. My God will help me. My God will help those who are followers. And this God will help those who are followers of that. And that God, what, what we have done of the poor God? What we are doing? We have degraded all these things. 
and given so much importance to these things not necessary importance must be given to morality which is good for everyone let people believe in this god or that god or this philosophy or that philosophy don't quarrel let them let people be happy with their own but don't forget the essence essence of every religion is morality humanity that is given by this practice and it is simple certainly simple 10 days people have to spare which looks too much oh 10 days how can i give 10 days but once you pass through it you find these were the best days of my life 